There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, listeners of Lower Your Expectations, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing, Matthew Bentley Benjamin Viney? Matthew Benjamin Bentley Viney? Nearly. Nearly got there, and I'm doing really well, thanks. How are you? I liked that little bit of energy. Oh, I was just trying a little bit of different talking a bit like this, as if we're talking about the horse races. It's like you're going to talk about jazz or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like some soul music. Oh, I've got a really itchy eye, but other than that, I'm all good. Have you ever had conjunctivitis, actually? Uh, we're struggling for intro content today, no, guys. I've got a story. I've got a story to go along with it. Have you ever got? Have you ever had it? Uh, no. H- have you? Well, funny you should say <laughs> that because today's sponsor. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the other day, I I had it over the weekend. So uh, is it my- a thing you just have over a weekend? I thought it was like well, a you long can have it for thing. like. I've never had it, and I used to think that um, you got like loads of white stuff on your eyes, and you looked a bit like an alien. That's just my, what I was scared of growing up. Of course, it's like gunky in there. Yeah, a bit, like gross. Yeah, and grubby. I've been using uh, a sleep mask, and I think that hasn't helped. And I had a had some very itchy eyes over the weekend. Did, did some you? googling and diagnosed myself with viral conjunctivitis. That's always a smart thing to do. Diagnose Di- yourself. Self, if in doubt, self-diagnose. Never get scared doing that type of thing. Everything ends up in cancer. So, <laughs> you know, that is just the epitome of everything, isn't it? It's just, you, yeah, you, or you could have cancer. The way this room is at the moment, it is like a conspiracy room, isn't it? It's, it is. it's very dark. The curtains we, closed. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, reco- I mean, it's, it's quarter to four at the time of recording this. We usually do it earlier than this, but um, it's obviously approaching winter and therefore it is dark already. And and we're trying anything we can to stop the noises of a building being demolished next it, door to us. It is an absolute joke, guys. I, I know this is the third week you spoke <laughs> yeah. about it, but it it's going to be every week, isn't it? Relentless. <laughs> it is so bloody annoying. I mean, they're good at their job. They're not slacking off, are they? <laughs> they're absolutely not. A zero. Yeah, it's not one of those when you used to always... Oh, I remember being a kid and if there was roadworks in the car, my dad would always be like, no one's even doing anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? And I'm just like, oh, I mean, at least they are doing it. I always hear the ones that, well, in America, they when they do roadworks, they actually do it and they, they get on with it. They, and they never work sleep. The night. They yeah. don't even eat. <laughs> <laughs> Here, the <they're> bloody lazy. <laughs> sorry if you yeah, work in roadworks. I don't think that. Workers. I don't yeah. think that either. You do great jobs, just annoying when it's opposite your office although do you think sometimes they do things for the sake of doing things i do think that in germany in particular i've noticed there's a lot of road work <laughs> like a lot <laughs> where there doesn't yeah, seem so effe- like i'm uh, not effective. efficient efficient yeah that's it efficient they in are quotations no, they they're, are. they're known they for are that. known for being efficient yeah. so guys i'd like to just take a moment and talk about the lye fantasy football league that we currently do and you guys can join that if you're into your fantasy football yeah a bit of context we set up a fantasy football for everyone who's probably not interested in this a lot of people have joined like 130 people they have tweeted out at the beginning of the season if you're into fantasy football come and join it yeah we are I am smashing it what position are you in Marcus 46 ooh that's quite good isn't it where are you Matt 
fourth. Where are you in the winner takes all league? Well, we're not. We're talking, you about that league? we're talking about the lower so your expectations league. league, and I'm fourth, sixty behind David McCarthy. You are currently winning. You're so. close to relegation in the other league. You're 13th out of 20. That's shocking. What about the Sasha Bombs League? Don't know Sasha what Sasha Bombs is. Div 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're winning. The one where there's some money involved. Uh, how are you doing in that one? I'm bottom. Oh, that's good. I don't care about yes. fantasy football. You told me. I don't care about any other league apart from the Sasha Bombs Div 2. No, uh, I okay. said all I care about is the winner takes all. No, you you're did. <laughs> misquoting me there. But yeah, guys, if you want to join, I'll put it in the show notes as well so you can see that. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Are you strapped in, Marcus? Yeah, I'm fully strapped in. You got your passport? Yeah. Got your helmet? Got it. Got a couple. Okay, good. And up, up, and away <laughs> we go into the atmosphere. And oh, we're looking over. Hang on a minute. There's some a group of guys and girls are watching some videos and they're commentating over it. Oh, I wonder what is that going to be a thing one day? And I'm looking at the thumbnails and they've all got funny, funny squished <laughs> faces in the thumbnails. What's going on there? And they've got a lot of views and a lot of dislikes, but also a lot of likes. They're all very controversial. And on the right hand side, We've got some... Stars. Stars. Thanks, mate. <laughs> and we've landed. <laughs> in the digital world, we are back in that place where we talk about the internet and YouTube and Snapchat and Twitter and Instagram and Twitch and MySpace and Bebo and uh, Habbo Hotel. MSN. And MSN. How oh, do I miss MSN? But we are there. Well, yeah. Great. How was your trip? Great. I was about to say, it's the only world that we know what to talk about in, isn't it? <laughs> it's the only world we're comfortable in. The digital world. Yeah, we're like the stereotypical YouTuber from 2010 who just stays in their bedroom watching the internet yeah. and talking about it. Don't you think we actually have a really f- interesting format for the podcast? Because um, it always starts like, ha ha ha, some jokes and laughs and banter. And then it's like, right now, let's get really serious and discuss in-depth debates, usually around some kind of gossip topic. Yeah, that is true, actually, isn't it? <laughs> Finishing off with a big question. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, a serious sandwich. You've got... So the main meat of it is being, oh, yes, we're very right. important. Listen to our opinions. And then the other two bits, you're right. It's, it's like a fresh-made sourdough piece of bread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where we're just being silly. Everyone loves balance. All love balance. So, get, got your serious hat on today. 
Yep. You have. Yeah. I need some serious Get your glasses. glasses. Yeah, I need to get Borrow some, some off Casper. Why, has he got some? Yeah, he, he loves the serious glasses. Every oh, time okay. he's doing an interview, he whips the serious glasses out. I'll have to get in touch, see if he can lend me them. <laughs> but today, we are going to talk about commentary channels. I said that... A commentary channel. <laughs> <laughs> commentary channels. Yeah, commentary. Commentary. Commentary, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, cool. The rise of them, the history behind it, the future of it. Mm-hmm. First off, what is a commentary channel, Marcus? You well, used to be one. Le- did I? Very, very beginning of your career. If you look at it. When you were sat talking about the news, you're commentating. Yeah, okay, okay. See? The commentary channel these days is it's almost like a review of something. The commentary channels these days tend to be making fun of big YouTubers or trying to like pull something, turn stories on, just make light-hearted entertainment out of people's fuck-ups or the road to irrelevancy or <laughs> you know whatever it is that they can do, do. A direct quotation there yeah and they always seem to be if they're talking about a youtuber uh, a specific youtuber they will make them into a weird shape in their thumbnails just i, I don't You're know why that, i just i don't understand it um <laughs> but i guess if you're not into youtube like i know there's a few of my friends who listen to this aren't all like Gossiping Get about the French shout outs. At least your friends listen. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Yeah. But as a general rule of thumb, I would say it's almost as if like columnists from a newspaper has their own channel and they're like talking about what's going on in the world, but mainly to a do with YouTube. A columnist, like they yeah. like, sometimes, yeah. I guess the pioneer of this whole genre, I would probably say, is H three. Oh, do you think? I don't know. Drama who- alert. No, I think H3 who made it mainstream mm, to take down other people that's true. and make fun of other people. He's the most mainstream out of all of that genre yeah. that rose. Well, he's um, definitely on the entertainment side, isn't he? Because yeah. he always does like reaction videos yeah, to funny channels or dodgy channels. I remember the whole kissing prank mm. thing. That's how I got kind of blown up and taken apart by yeah. H3, which was brilliant. And then you got the other side of it, and you got like the news kind of element where it's drama alert, scarce, and Philip to a DeFranco, degree, I was to, about to say to, to a degree, to a degree, yeah, to a degree there. Yeah, I don't feel he's as gossipy. No, he's, well, he's absolutely not. You don't need to go. I <laughs> don't that think bullet he's as gossipy. <laughs> he's absolutely not gossipy, is he? Um, but recently, I feel as if the new wave of British YouTubers coming through are all commentary channels. There seems to have been an explosion in the last year of channels blowing up, basically doing that, coming mm. for bigger YouTubers, slating them, bringing them down. Well, I mean, iNabba featured in the uh, Shane Dawson series recently. Yeah. I was shocked to see him there. Sit down, iNabba. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool for him, but then you've also got, yeah, the likes of, I guess, Jack, mate. Kavos. Yeah. Angelica. I feel like there's loads. There's probably loads there that I'm... Um, unaware of as well and you know probably around a couple hundred k 100 k's whatever what's your experience with like commentary channels when did you first start kind of watching them and realizing wow this is a thing you can do this one of my i don't know if it's a commentary channel but like would you say cody co is a commentary channel it's i say they're more like reaction channels because they're more entertainment where they're making these jokes and things it's not as personal yeah see (laughs) If you're going to put Cody Co in that realm of with H3 mm. of early H3 videos anyway, I really find them entertaining yeah. because I think they're hilarious. The jokes that they usually make are funny, but 
yeah, the people who just making the content coming for YouTubers is like, I don't know, it's a weird one. It's, it's a very fine line, isn't it? It's a very fine line because there's so many things I want to talk about in this section, but it's kind of a form of bullying if you want to look at it from that angle. At the same point, you could argue that all these people, they're making videos. I think I've even probably had some videos made about me. <laughs> no one's ever really questioned anything these people do in this whole YouTube space. And I think a lot of it is probably people who maybe used to be fans of them growing up, watching them when they're younger. And now they're older and they like, for whatever reason, decide their content shit or just have a personal thing with them or they just want to use people's names for views because it, it works doesn't it using people's names for views does work in yeah, that I mean, respect we know that, don't we? yeah but of course if someone's going why zoella is not friends with sprinkle of glitter it's like you're gonna get views doing that so i guess the what we need to figure out or try and figure out over the next 15 minutes or so <laughs> <laughs> what is the appeal of these channels and when does it go from being entertainment to bullying like what's the area of it how do you determine it that? is a it's a it's a tough one because some of they can be funny look if you take yourself too seriously as a creator and you can't have or deal with someone saying some of those things or making lighthearted jokes, it's like, that's your own thing. But it is a fine line, isn't it? Between someone being like, trying to be funny and making fun of someone's content and just being a bit of a bitter twat about it. Yeah, it's it's really hard. And also, I guess you could take H3 as an example, the evolution of the channels as they grow and become bigger and bigger and bigger, it becomes more and more difficult to take channels down because yeah all of a sudden you're the Goliath and yeah. it's not very nice when you're trying to take down little old David. Like, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah, that's the issue H3 got, I think. And even Jackmate to a certain degree, like he blew up obviously from his Zoella videos, blah, 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 blah. And he's always been a controversial character on YouTube. And sometimes, my personal opinion, sometimes I think he's hilarious. I think yeah. he's really funny sometimes, genuinely. And then other times it's like, sometimes seems he's coming across a bit bitter on some things. I feel as if with Jackmate, it's because he's, yeah, like you say, really funny. Yeah. Like, it seems naturally funny. Naturally funny. And he can write jokes and stuff. And he's great when there's a uh, social injustice. So I remember he did a video recently about uh, foreigners in Britain. Mm. And it was basically taking down all the racists and making them look, you know, as ridiculous as their views are. Yeah. I loved it. I thought, oh, this is so funny. Yeah. And the person, the subject deserved this. I was like, great. I'm glad someone said that. Whereas when he's coming for YouTubers who have released merch, he doesn't think it's good enough. I'm like, it just feels as if you're doing it because it's a slow news week. Mm. Or like you say, putting YouTubers in the <coughs> title. Yeah, but stuff. he even said, I, I saw he went on um, little, little, uh, True Geordie's podcast and I saw some clips of it. I watched some stuff of it. And I think he opened up a bit saying that he doesn't actually enjoy doing that. And he got to a point where people are expecting him and he, he said something about being actually sensitive in real life and he doesn't actually enjoy doing that mm. it's a hard one because he knows if he does a video slating zoella his fans are probably going to be like oh my god this is hilarious and yeah. it's going to do well in views so it's one of the biggest ironies so it? it always works that way the people the, the bullies at school are the ones bullying because they've got a lot going on in the background sort of thing yeah. and they're really they're in pain and they're sad so they're putting on a front to be oh well no i'm doing this doing that whatever 
So that doesn't surprise me in a way. I think if you're making your living from taking down people, how does that feel? How does that compute? Yeah. I don't know how I would feel with that. Yeah, because I think, um, you know, we've done it in a way where we've made fun of people's videos before. We've made fun of Robin Birrell's videos. We've made fun of that weird kissing guy who's is a complete weirdo. So like we have kind of touched on it, but where we've touched on it, we, we're more coming for people's content rather than directly coming for that person even though that kissing guy is a weirdo (laughs) no i see what you're saying though there's the point to it where it's like the the subject that's being talked about Mm. deserves well not even how do you decide what deserves anything yeah i think i think there's a difference between coming for someone's content and coming for the person individually because Mm. as we said time and time again a youtuber is their brand so it's like if you want to slate a product, you want to slate whatever, that's fine. That is completely... Yeah, that's a good point. Got no, no human emotions really behind it. When when you're slating someone, someone's content, that could be seen as that element. But as soon as you kind of push it onto the individual and it's just a, that's, I think, where you're, like, you're over the line. But Yep, I agree. And I've watched a lot of commentary channels when it does go like that and I don't enjoy it. So yeah. I'm like, well... This person's obviously going to watch this video when they see if it's doing well yeah. in views, so they're going to watch it. Imagine what they must be thinking. It's like, I think you would be okay if people are taking the piss out of some of your content. You might not agree with it, yeah, yeah. but you'd be like, fine, you can rub, wash that off. Yeah, yeah. But when it's about you personally and yeah. going into things that they've got no idea what they're talking about, that's when it's like gossipy and Katie Hopkins-esque. Yeah, also... And does anyone want to be known for that? That's what I always think. Like, Do you really, when you tell people in the street what you do for a living, mm. how do you feel? With yeah, that? with the people doing only that as well, I sometimes feel there's maybe an, an element of I'm better than this mm. person. Like, if you're constantly belittling other people... Yeah, you put yourself on a you pedestal, then, don't you? Are you then up there? Which is it's hard because I don't want to generalise the whole... Because I think there's a lot of people who do it very well but yeah. i just think across the board it is a it's a dangerous spectrum where you're yeah. going to fall on it um, well i guess we're talking about the ones that have had the most prominence in the last year or so mm. and obviously we know from youtube the things that go to the right to the very top there's a reason they're there it's either it's controversial or it's got nudity in it or it's got whatever but so, there's clearly a market for it like yeah. you know these People's channels are blowing up. We saw it with Kavos. His channel just blew up, like million subs, like here and there, whatever. People enjoy watching it. It's it's almost like, I'd say it's kind of the dark side of YouTube. Because you've always had people who like make fun of things, you know, mm. go look at the times on Reddit or you go through any of those feeds or threads. I think it's just shining a light on it now and that content is living and growing. And Well, is this now the end of youtuber the kind of the positivity that used to be so connected with youtube when people used to think about youtube it was oh cute little youtubers going about their business or making weird quirky videos yeah now it seems very much cutthroat yeah well i I feel that's gone away for many reasons but main not because of that i'd say it mainly went away just from the evolution of all the people who did that came from nothing like youtube wasn't a job i've said it time and time again but there's no people were just learning and be putting themselves online that was a totally new thing to get your head around and some people went different ways within that and i think that whole thing of that personality type youtuber is going to fade away i think it will what do you think the unique challenges will be for a commentary channel because we knew from doing the daily videos on more marcus yeah it was really hard knowing oh my god we need to plan x amount of videos and film x amount of videos in a certain amount of time 
how do you feel like they will go about filming their things when there's nothing to talk about? Like, yeah. how would they decide, right, I'm going to take down, go through the trending page, yeah. this person? Uh, I think the biggest thing they'll come up against is earning money because your channel will start to blow, like blow up. But I think YouTube's AdSense isn't as good on those videos or some of them get demonetized and stuff like that. So I think that's going to be an issue. Just kind of turning the whole thing into a business, into a brand. You can be popular for a minute doing this type of content, but to push it onto that next level of to give yourself longevity, I think that's maybe what we're kind of seeing with Jack, mate, now. I'd recommend if you want to hear him op like openly talk about it, go and watch that True Geordie episode because it was interesting. And he was like, you know, I want to be doing all these other things as well. He doesn't yeah. just want to be doing that. And I think that's hard to give yourself longevity because it's not good energy. Like you can, you, in that moment of filming that video of slating someone, sure, you can make a joke, you think, you think it's funny, but unless you're like actually a bit of a dick or actually a bit of a mean person, yeah. it's a weird energy to be getting super excited and like oh my god yeah. you know we've said it before are these people waiting for big social media stars to fuck up and, and then they like oh, fucking hell it's the whole plan in their head will go oh my god if i jump on this tonight if i make the video if i get it out i'll get those views i'll do this so that whole cycle is going on but you got to think it's going on around killing someone like you're you're yeah. probably going to be hurting someone's feelings and or kicking them when they're down They've yeah made kicking them when they're down mistake. and it's just a weird energy. I think from the traditional world, there's an example of someone doing that and then going on to other things. Like Charlie Brooker had his own show, uh, Weekly Wipe and the Yearly Wipe. And it was a similar concept where he would go through the week or the year mm. and look at all the big news stories and the big figures and take the piss, basically. And it was great. It was really funny. And then he managed to go away from that, ended up doing Black Mirror. So, yeah. you know, you can, if it's good writing, it's good writing. And I don't have a problem when they're doing these things and it's not just personal attacks. Mm. If it's actually got a point and it's constructive, I think it's quite funny. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they'll watch that and think, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that, to be fair. Yeah. It's Agreed. when he goes into, oh, and he looks like this. Oh, <laughs> oh she looks like this. So I'm, like, oh, what am I? I'm not getting anything from it. It's like I'm back at school. I agree. Like, don't just do insults for the sake of insulting because you need to make a video. Mm -hmm. I think that's when it annoys me. I watched the recent one on Zoe's uh, book from Jack May, and I felt like his heart wasn't in it. Mm. I, you could tell, I could tell anyway, I might be completely off the mark, but he was doing it because everyone had been hounding him to do it. Yeah. He knew he almost felt like he had to. Yeah, exactly. He almost felt like From he a had business to. point of view, he probably felt like he had to do it. Yeah. You know, at the start of the video, he did like a 15 second spiel, oh, sub here, do this. He doesn't do that in all his videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be a tricky one. It would be, I think it'd be interesting to get someone on who is to. a commentary. Yeah channel and just chat with them because i'd like to know what the process is like and it must be a completely different skill set as well yeah i mean research and things like that yeah sometimes i'm astounded i'm like wow how are they all this information yeah. this is like fascinating what do you think of it as a business model though youtubers unfortunately are always making mistakes aren't they and it's a funny yeah, place there's lots of big characters who you can continually churn out mm. shit about I think, uh, yeah, well, I mentioned earlier about the, the AdSense thing, but I think a lot of brands will be put off from working with these people because... That's a good point. I mean, sure, you're going to get some brands who are like a little bit edgy or sure want to get on board with something, but of course, a lot of brands aren't going to want to work with the people who are just making that style of content. 
or I guess treading the line because when you're making that style of content as well, you're usually risking offending a whole fan base. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it in stand-up comedy, look at someone like Frankie Boyle, right? Extremely controversial, usually doesn't give a shit about other people's opinions and will openly slate someone. Sure, he's super successful. Yeah, He's got his own shows, got his fans and stuff like that. But is he ever going to land like ambassador of a brand type of thing like a more commercial mm. type of thing where you can earn serious money maybe he has i don't know i don't want to i don't know the ins and outs of frankie ball but using that example to i guess across with the youtube stuff of course you can still be successful doing that and i'm sure people will continue to do that and grow and the evolution of that will probably change and how they earn their money etc but i just question some of the other things with it in a typical YouTube world of ha- where and how you earn yeah. your money they'll yeah, earn their right. money from things like merch sure if they've got that fan base but, but I thought it's it's awful to sell merch to young kids <laughs> that's what I keep hearing and then I go on their pages and there's plenty of it so I don't understand that <sighs> well <it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah that's the well, question you can ask them when they're on I find the irony with the commentary channel as well is that the lifespan seems to be you either obviously make videos and you don't do very well and you just that's it or you do really well and you last a long time and then suddenly it all comes full circle and you're the one being taken lumps out of. Yeah, like H3. People are attacking you. Like H3. H3 at the moment. I've seen so many commentary channels going for him. It's all I'm seeing at the moment because obviously you watch one and you then get recommended 50. (laughs) 50 a day. (laughs) Isn't that funny though? It's like the, what's that saying in like superhero films? Like you live long enough to die the villain like if you die young you're a hero live long enough to see yourself become the villain it seems to be like that with these channels but that's the risk you have of being in the space at the moment of being a youtuber with a lot of subscribers it's a hard one because h3 you look at some of the things that's gone on and you're like well yeah people do have a point in some of the things they're saying mm. you might there's probably i was about to defend pewdiepie and say why aren't people doing them on pewdiepie but let's be honest i'm sure if i searched it there probably are a shitload on yeah, as well <laughs> but yeah. that's what i was going to say is when you're at the top when you're when you've got millions of subscribers you in that height of youtube when commentary channels are popping of course they're going to be coming for you same as shane it's like i swear just in my recommend in the last I've seen loads of like how shane has been manipulated and <laughs> yeah but i reckon sh- in his eyes because his marketing strategy for the series is really interesting he was like promoting any kind of show that was talking about him and talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. whether true. it was positive or negative yeah. just to kind of get but that post the conversation that, post the show i've seen a lot of like negativity mm. towards him and the show so it's like you're always i think it's just true. the climate we're in now it's just i feel like before we move on we should definitely talk about leafy uh, he yeah. was like the in my eyes he was the first commentary channel that went like crazy yeah. completely ballistic yeah he was like, the, the one who was and things yeah. and everyone was talking about him yeah and then as it turned out, he couldn't sustain it, could he? Like, he was moaning about, obviously, yeah, like you said, AdSense, AdSense. struggling to earn from it. Yeah. But also, I think you're right with the negative energy. Like, I think it must take a toll on you. You just, well, unless you are just a bit of a cunt. <laughs> you just, it's not nice to be, you're making fun of someone. It's not, unless you're a bit, like I said, a bit of a weirdo. You, you're not getting off on that, are you? It's, so to constantly be in that have zone, in that circle, feeling like you have to do it, must be pretty shit. Guys, let us know who your favourite commentary channel is and we'll get him on the podcast. No, but... And for, they'll roast us. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really interesting. I don't know who we could speak to as a guest or who we could get on as a guest who would be interesting to talk about. Yeah, also would love to know 
yeah, what your thoughts are. This, what your thoughts are. So use yeah. that hashtag LYE on socials and get in touch. Phone Matt's number. Oh, 07. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. For a big, insane, humongous, monumental, monumental, iconic, gigantic, giant. Oh, sorry, I'm just yawning then. Question. Yeah, ready. So I don't know if you've seen this in the news. I mean, if you haven't seen it in what the news, then you're quite frankly, I think you're ignorant. I think anyone listening, if you haven't seen this in the news, I think you're ignorant and you need to go back to school. All right. So the headline is Human Spider. Alan Robert banned from climbing any UK building. What do you think about that? <laughs> um, again, human spider. Yep. Is he like a free runner? He like cl- yeah, he climbs yeah. stuff. So yeah. he's Spider Man. Right. I mean, I like watching people do things like that. So it's a shame. Well, that not anymore, unfortunately. It's a shame that he has been banned. But His why? web's been cut. Oh, <laughs> did you have that written? No. You did. No, I didn't. <laughs> but he handed the police his passport and lawyer's number when he was arrested on the top of the London's Heron Tower. A court has heard. Because it was illegal. No safety gear. He's 56 years old. <laughs> and he ascended the 662-foot Heron Tower. To I mean, how long do you think that took him? 30 minutes. Oh, that's a good guess, actually. 45 minutes. Oh. But in the past, he's, he's done the uh, the Burj Khalifa in Dubai, Empire State Building, New York. But apparently in the UK, we're not very fun. And he was sentenced to 20 weeks imprisonment. Oh, that's a bit silly, isn't it? Suspended for two years. Come on, Theresa May, sort it out. Where <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said he can't. Come on, mate. <laughs> That's you, a bit far-fetched. Go to prison. Yeah, but it could be like a terrorist thing, couldn't it? The guy's climbing up a building. How would you know he's not got anything strapped to him? If you saw right now at this window, a guy climbing up our building, you'd right. be like, can you not do that, please? All right. What's the difference to him doing that and walking down the street? How do you know he's got nothing strapped to him walking down the street? No, but when you're up a building... What? what? Well, the building can come down and then what? kill loads of people. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? No. You know that an explosive blast can topple a building. No, it can't. What are you it, saying? I'm just saying that it can't. That an explosive that one person has strapped to them in this case is not toppling a building. It's, it's absolutely not. Well, thankfully that didn't happen. And he wasn't <laughs> doing that. Just to clear that up, he wasn't doing that. But yeah, so just a bit bit of a downer yeah that's sad. Okay, that's sad that is and sad. um i'm gonna stick with that theme in this question uh oh, <laughs> fantastic fantastic lightning the most disappointed in your life brilliant uh <laughs> i mean no but let's keep answers above board let's keep them like chirpy right because Not... my first response is going to be probably when my parents decided to divorce <laughs> <laughs> Probably, probably not the not the best moment in my life. <laughs> my grandparents died. <laughs> like, what do you expect? The mo- when have you been a funny anecdote? As it's worded, when have you been most disappointed in your life? That sounds fun, doesn't it? <laughs> Just sign off of a fun little oh, question. Brilliant. <laughs> We've got a shared story. We're gonna share it. We're gonna yeah. Uh, so we did our a, entitled story. We did a fantastic job to, coming up to this time last year with the Grand Tour and Amazon and Twitter. 
and niche. Oh, anyone else? Anyone else that wants <laughs> yeah. to be in that? BMW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing this massive road trip and we travel 10 countries in 10 days. If you have been around for a while, you've heard us talk about it before. And then the horror struck. Yeah, the horror struck. What country were we in? Uh, oh. Switzerland. We were in Switzerland. Snow had come down heavy. It was... It was snowing. Heavy snow. It's worth saying just before this that this day we had been promised... And this is gonna make us sound like such spoiled brats, like little school kids. We had been promised that we were gonna go go karting, and everyone was gonna take part because usually it was just like the main teams, wasn't yeah. it? Whereas everyone at like, the whole it was crew is all team, gonna get like, involved. Crew and production big, big crew, race, yeah. and everyone was like talking about a little tactics yeah. and who's gonna getting, win. We had professional drivers with us, so it was all like, Ooh. it was really funny. And because of that. They said, right, you're going to drive a bit longer today and then you can do it. Oh, okay, well, that's fine. We'll we'll do that. As far as I can remember, we just got closer and closer. The snow was getting worse and worse. Well, we we couldn't go kart in the end, could we? No, but I remember it came through the walkie-talkie saying like, yeah, there's going to be no go-karting today, guys. And Marcus is like, yeah, good joke, Mick. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So sassy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, good one. He's like, I'm not joking. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, we were all, it just went silent. Yeah. just went silent. And the and mood from the everyone. Cards went, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> we were so annoyed. Yeah. And then just to compound that, got back to the hotel. I watched Man United get dicked four, like 3-0 by yeah. City. I, then, I had Coutinho captain in my fancy team. And I was like, Coutinho's going to do bits. What did Klopp do? Oh, I put him on the bench. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> and we came on for like five minutes. Yeah. And then we went downstairs and uh, I think you were talking Asked to Mike the... a question. I was like, Mike, one of the organisers, producers, <laughs> who had obviously... He was probably, quite stressed, wasn't Probably he, quite stressed from this whole snow and the whole day being cancelled. Uh, I just went up to him. I was like, <laughs> what did I say? I was like... Uh, oh, you said, I think you said, I do like, you want to hear the most disappointing oh, thing today? Oh, yeah. And he just went, he just looked at me. Honestly, I've never seen someone look more annoyed and just go, not really, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Uh. And then you went, I meant my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. still want to go. I still haven't been go-karting. I need to do that. Maybe we should You've do an LYE go-karting with everyone. Everyone. What, just you, and, list- you and me. Yeah. No, all the listeners. Just a competition. Get Adam back. Yeah, we'll do it with everyone. Get down to London somewhere and we'll do it. Christmas party. Okay. Yeah. What, in a week? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Thailand, mate. (laughs) I would beat you, though. Guys, let us know what you're... I've got trophies, by the way. I've won many competitions before. Uh, Not competitions. Like, when you've done it with your friends, I'm... Oh, yeah. But you obviously treat them like competitions. Well, you know. The best in Brighton. Race is a race. Oh, my (laughs) God. I can imagine you being such a little dick on the road, actually. Talented, not Go a dick. Cars. Not no, a dick, I just can talented. imagine you cutting people up nah. and being. I'm like Lewis oh, Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you met him, he gave some advice in the go karts. He was like, "I've seen you go kart." No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a try. No, in, all se- in all seriousness, I'm actually too oh. heavy to be good at go karting. Oh. But for my heaviness, for my weight, I'm still much better than the average person. I genuinely thought you might say, in all seriousness, I'm really good at go-karting. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that was going to come yeah. out of your mouth. Yeah, I am though. So guys, let us know what are your most disappointing moments in life, but keep it upbeat. Yeah. Go-karts, FIFA, fantasy, that kind of stuff. 
nothing too morbid. We've all got them, and we deal with them, and we're okay. Where are you going from there? I'm not. <laughs> I'm going Passing home. over to me. Well, there we go, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Lower Your Expectations. Uh, remember, if you did not know, we are on Spotify now. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Acast. And uh, yeah, that's that's it for this week. So thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next week. And we're hoping to have some more guests on soon. So let us know who you think we should be getting in this little sweat box. We now do the podcast. So we will see you very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.